Hi guys and welcome to season two episode six of the weekly freestyle um, with myself Tom Dean and my co-host Alex Sutton. Uh, we're doing another podcast recording episode this time we're not actually together. Um, I'm in Bath, Sutton is back in Maidenhead. Uh, it is a Sunday evening so we're doing a little just before the week really kicks off uh, record at the end of our weekend and um, before we have a little bit of catch up we're actually going to do this one about mental health and we've spoken about it a little bit in the past and it's such an important topic and we've had guests on like you will have known who have spoken about it and touched on how important it is and the journey they've been on when it comes to mental health and, and it's something that um, we can both speak about I'd say with, with with some knowledge because of what we've gone through and uh, and the journeys we've been on and I know Alex you want to take a bit more of a kind of leading role in this one um, but it's such an important topic at the moment isn't it? Yeah and I think mental health obviously affects everyone um, and I think it's, we can touch on Freya's interview um, that you will have heard by the time this comes out. And it was fascinating listening to Freya um, and how she dived into that. Um, but in terms of, yeah, everyone's daily mental health sort of struggles or way we deal with certain things. And we, we speak about obviously maintaining your physical health a lot, um, but it's such an important thing, both inside and outside of elite sport to, I guess, work on both sides of things. And I think, maybe there's more focus for someone like yourself because you, you know, you are getting the, the platforms to you know, speak to certain people, really think about it if you're getting that education. But I guess it's in normal public life where people are so busy. Um, I guess it's just so important to, to think about it. And it's probably important to say that, you know, this is not the place to come for your every mental health need um, because we're by no means trained in, in that. But I guess it's just really good to have those conversations. Mm. Mm -hmm. it is and that's something we're going to talk about a little bit later on is how that can be one of the most powerful tools is just finding someone to to talk about it and I think we're quite fortunate in our group of friends in that I like to think most people can feel like they could talk about if they're going through a bit of a tough time yeah um, I think one of the tough things is and a lot of, I'm sure a lot of young men will experience this young men and women um, especially when you're not when everyone goes away and you know goes down the different paths of their life and and they travel and, and they kind of spread out say after university and everyone kind of is dotted all over the place that's great you make texts and have a little bit of a catch-up and stuff like that but because you're not in spending as much face-to-face -face time especially blokes I know they, they they struggle talking about it sometimes but it's not until you get all your mates together or you have a you know face-to-face -face catch up with a pal and you know down the pub or you know like we went to Ascot the other weekend and you just chat to the boys see how they're getting on that's really when those conversations start so I think something people find quite difficult is actually when they move away you might still keep in touch with your friends but it's sometimes quite hard to have those real you know heart to hearts and see how, how your mates are doing actually you know deep down uh, instead of just the the kind of the surface yeah everything's going all right new job's going okay or whatever it is so that's why I think it's really good good to catch up in person as and when you can and and um, just reach out to the people around you like you were saying yeah and I guess even for us probably having something where we're meeting up you know, either in person or over um, sort of Zoom, as it were, even just for us to be able to meet weekly, it just gives you a point of focus. Or if you're doing an activity weekly, then you're seeing those people regularly. And then maybe you'd feel more likely that you can speak to someone about something if you if you wanted to get it off your chest. Um, mm. But just before we dive into that topic, um, I actually went for a swim this week. I got my swim of the week done. Um, but I, someone actually, I dived in, I went for quite an early morning session, got in for about seven, seven thirty. I know it's not six o'clock like a lot of people who probably listen to this podcast do, but within two lengths, someone that was sharing my lane um, was very quick to tell me that I was actually drifting right as he saw it into the middle of the lane. 
So I got quite a, a stern telling off, which for 7.30 in the morning, two lengths in, um, <laughs> I, was, I was quite taken aback by that, especially You're as ready his, to scrap. Yeah, especially as his freestyle was um, technique, because a little bit ropey, wasn't doing tumble turns. <laughs> I was a bit like... Sort right, your technique mate, out first, right. mate, before but you then, start telling others off. Yeah, but then I did, you know, I think it was because the side of the pool, it had lights that come came out the side. So mm. it was a, a little bit more of a... Um, intrusion and I did think you know he has got a point maybe I am drifting a bit but I was never actually touching him um, so yeah I just wondered if you had any thoughts on lane etiquette because um, obviously it's a daily thing for you um, mm. but even in the public lanes at 7 30 in the in the leisure center there's a there's a lot of um, you know beef going in the lanes yeah I remember we used to train at Maidenhead there's always some beef that kicked off in public lanes like someone would get in someone's way or accidentally swim into someone I remember so clearly it was in a morning session. It was like the highlight of the week because these training sessions were so long. And it was like early morning, two grannies. They clearly got in each other's way and they're standing up in the middle of the pool, literally just effing and jeffing at each other, <laughs> properly having a screaming match about who was getting in whose way. So yeah, it can get quite heated mm. in, uh, in, in in the public lanes of, of leisure centres. So you really got to keep your wits about you in those environments. But um, no, for us, we're not really, it's not really a, a, as big of a thing because we're not sharing with the public and of, uh, often we've got quite a lot more space in the lanes. I think, you know, if you're quicker than someone, you should be in front of them. So if you're slower, yeah. let the other person in front of you because otherwise they'll just be on your toes the whole time, which is annoying for both parties involved. Um, try stick to your side of the lane because sometimes people do go down the middle and, you know, I'll be like, oh, you've seen so-and-so. People like me. You know, swimming right down the middle of the lane, exactly. So, um, but yeah, you just got to gotta stick to your own space and, and stay out of others' way. You know, you don't you don't tend to have people, you know, crossing, crossing into you. It's interesting though because like other sports, there's like, a lot more etiquette that you need to follow. I mean, I've tried to play a bit of golf recently, mm. and obviously that's like known for didn't, how strict they you are. You got a telling etiquette. off today, didn't you? I got a telling off today. Yeah, I did, I did actually get a telling off today. Yeah, <laughs> so I was playing golf. I don't know how you knew that, but I was playing golf, and the because I was watching no, the eighth, you, mate. The green on the eighth is like near the the like the thirteenth green or something, and I was just finishing up putting. We were walking to the ninth hole. And my mate was on the other side of the green. So I said something to him over the green. I said, oh, you know, we'll do a competition in this last hole, something like that. And like the blokes on the 13th hole start saying, excuse me, can you can you stop like screaming when I'm trying to putt? I was like, what? I was like, I'm li I was like, I'm literally speaking to my mate who's literally <laughs> over there. I'm just having a conversation with him. It's not the fucking PGA tour. You know, you're not <laughs> putting to win live golf you're or not something my like that. But... But um, yeah, no, they can they can be quite strict when it comes to etiquette, can't they? Yeah, it can happen. I think the worst thing as well was when I used to try and do sessions in a public lane. If you go at like a peak time, and this this is like I feel as though this is partly my doing as well because you can't expect to go to a public lane and like have everyone know that you're doing forty five seconds like rest before <laughs> going again, and that that just used to drive me insane. Um, so I used to go like in the later session. I kid you not, I'd get there at ten o'clock to start just so there was no one there and then just have the, the lane to myself. Um, but yeah, let us know if you've got any um, public lane or non-public lane um, issues. So did you enjoy the the episode last week, Tom? I really did enjoy the episode last week, actually. Um, I think our guests are brilliant whenever we bring them on. They're really articulate. They're really uh, insightful into new areas. And it's definitely something we're going to endeavour to to keep doing um and i think Fre I've, I've heard a lot of interviews that freya's done 
And the problem with swimming interviews is it's always kind of the same. They ask you about your performances and the year and your event schedule and stuff. But I think we managed to, we both know quite well, and we managed to kind of get a little bit of a better insight into herself as a as an athlete and as a person as well. Um, and I think that's that's really, really important to go a few layers below the surface uh, and really kind of get to know someone quite well. I, I imagine you feel the same. Yeah, and I think as well, I think the thing that really not surprised us but the thing we found the most insightful from, from the interview is Freya talking about sort of her mental health and mm. and just the way that she manages it and talking about you know speaking to like having sort of therapy sessions which I just listened to a podcast with Danny Cipriani on and for those who don't know he's quite a high profile rugby player um, and he had lots of things going on outside of his life but you know just having that ability to speak about something especially emotions and it not being a weakness and actually it's a, mm. it's a huge strength and I think mm. as well, as we come towards November and the idea of Movember, there's a lot of talk about mental health and I guess, especially in men's mental health. But, you know, this this is true across the board. Um, so I thought, you know, it'd be great for us to have a quick dive in and especially look at it from yourself as an elite athlete. Um, mm. So how would you say that, I guess, day to day, week to week, that you're looking after your mental health? Because there's such a focus on how you're training your body to be ready for certain competition days what are you doing for your mind? Yeah, I think that's an important question. And, and going back to the Freya interview just quickly, it is a strength being able to speak about these things. Thing is, if you went on a podcast and you're chatting about your shoulder injury, you know, or you're chatting about, you know, um, you had doms from doing a lift in the gym, you know, or you're working on some new technique stuff, they're all, that's all your physical health, you know, and that's the stuff you're working on to improve your body. We should be approaching mental health in exactly the same way, you know, speaking about, um okay well i'm working on my anxiety and that's just another you know rep something in my repertoire that i'm really working to improve um just like i would an injury for example it, because that's something that that won't benefit you or something so so it's great that we're able to speak about um mental health in that respect i'm i'm i feel like i can't ever speak with too much authority on this matter because i've been fortunate enough to not have struggled with it in in my in my time and my my career um I think I try to prioritize enjoying, I, I, it's going to sound so obvious and cliche, but enjoying what I'm doing as much as I can, as often as I can, mm -hmm. um, you know, and, and, and I think when you stop doing that, that's when you really got to take a look about how you fill in your days and things like that. So I love when I work hard in the pool and I finish and I'm, I'm, I'm knackered and I'm on my ass and I love that feeling. I really, really crave it. And it's a great feeling. And it's, it's, it's great that my job allows me to be healthy and physically healthy because obviously we'll go on and talk about how important exercise is for your mental health. And, and I'm fortunate and I don't have to seek it out after my working day. You know, it's, it's, it, it is part of my working day. And I've been fortunate enough to build a life where I'm able to be a full-time athlete and I'm, I, I can pursue my hobby as my career. And, and, and I take a lot of joy and a lot of happiness in that. And I think that's something that really helps my, um, my mental health. I think people who are, who aren't where they want to be in life, who, who aren't in the job they want to be or, or their relationship or their personal life, whatever it might be when they're kind of yearning for more, that's when you really have to start thinking about your mental health. I'm, I'm fortunate in that my career is something I'm, I'm, I thoroughly enjoy and I've been lucky enough to pursue this, this great opportunity that most people don't, don't, you know, get the chance to do. So like I said, I can't speak with too much authority on the matter. Um, but I think it's something that people are more conscious of nowadays. And I think that's, that's only a positive, especially in the sporting world. Um, I don't know about yourself. Is it something that, that you've had to work on? Um, 
or or how, how have you experienced it yeah i think it's yeah you can never be perfect with it um and i guess i think from a non-elite context i guess everyone will go through certain ups and downs in ways but i think as you say it's how you deal with that um and also yeah the, the things you do throughout your week and we will come on to it but i think a big part of my life is um having that the the sport whatever it is whether it's like a social activity like with it's football with your mates on a tuesday playing golf say with your family at the weekend or for me a lot of the time it is that daily activity of getting out um and going for a run and clearing your head and having a bit of purpose because you you certain things in your day might not but this is personally how i feel but the reason i love running so much endurance sport is obviously to a point you've got to think about injuries and not overdoing it but as long as you turn up um and get out there and get it done um you know you are progressing it's exactly the same as swimming whereas i used to find that in team sports you, you know you could have a bad session even though you're trying your hardest or say if people are messing about um then you can't you can't work as a team but when you're running um or if it's an individual sport you've only got sort of yourself to be held accountable for mm. um i think just linking it back to some of the experiences i've had weirdly swimming wise i was i was always keen uh, at school but as a youngster um even though i was in sort of swim squad and stuff i just had a couple of moments where so i found i had a couple of like panics in the pool and this is yeah. probably more with being as i say a youngster but it's it just completely knocks you off and um, maybe that's mm. more of a confidence thing um, but I guess coming back to sort of the mental health side of things, and although maybe, obviously, maybe neither of us are struggling as, as some people may do, I guess it, a key thing about performance is not only the physical performance, but the way in which you approach that. Um, so in terms of, I guess, what you're doing week to week, are you speaking to people? Um, I know you mentioned the session you had a little while back, but what kind of element of your training does, does that hold? Yeah, we, we have um, psychology sessions put on for us, uh, almost mandatory, as uh, someone to, to, to discuss. And for me, it's more um, arena skills, race prep, training environment mentality, stuff like that. But for a lot of people, it is stuff away from the pool, because that's what is having the biggest impact on them. You know, if your anxiety is really, really bad, that's going to be affecting your training. Uh, and that's what you'll probably be working on the most with your psychologist because that'll be the areas for the biggest gains i know some people have multiple psychologists um or, or psychologists to work on different areas um <clears throat> because it's such an individual part of our training um you know it's not one size fits all so no we do have psychology sessions that are put on um put on for us um uh yeah but i do think going back to the swimming thing um i've always found you know when i was when i was growing up and stuff like that when, when you're in the water it's just you and your thoughts and it's not even like you need to think about like the world around you because you're weightless and it's just such a controlled environment so it's such a great time to switch off especially if you've got a long session where you're just flicking over people always like oh how long can you swim for well it's like it's like walking or breathing for me it's like you're not even thinking about it your arms and your legs move and you your head and your body and your core in in without you even thinking it's second nature so you're able to switch off completely and I remember when I was a young teenager and, you know, went through some difficult times, be it in school or, or, or uh, you know, tough times because of stuff going on at home and things like that. When I get to the pool, that was the only, that was the only real constant in my life at times. Um, I knew that I would go to training every Tuesday night between 7 and 9 p.m. 
And then again, Wednesday, six till half seven or whatever it was, you know, I knew I was going to be there in the water with the same people doing a session and I'll just, just be clocking on and clocking off. And as a young man, you know, if stuff's going on a bit crazy in your world at that time, you need that consistency. It's, it's really important. And um, I think that really, really helped me more than I realized at the time, probably. Yeah. And I think one big thing about mental health and you've, you've alluded to it is the the anxiety associated with certain situation and also the stress um mm. so one thing would be is that something you struggle with or is that something you feel as you build up to say towards bigger competitions um because everyone feels it when they've got something um important on you know you you get those levels of butterflies um mm. you get that stress in terms of either wanting to hit that level or some people are driven i guess by the opposite and the, the fear of sort of not failing pushes them upwards um is that mm. something that you you feel build up um and if so how do you deal with that and what what does that look like i guess around the competition or a big training session a big block or something like that I don't think I have negative connotations with building up towards a big competition. I think I, I'm very much, I become very much aware of the competition as I get closer and closer and it's on my mind more and more often. Uh, one thing I tend to do unintentionally because it is on my mind so much is as I get closer and closer to the competition, especially when I'm lying in bed trying to sleep at night is I, I visualize the race. And I remember I did it for the Olympic trials. I was like, just pitch myself walking out. On the in the London Aquatic Centre, walking to my lane, you know, taking my tracksuit off, getting on the block. I knew what I'd feel like when I hit the water, hit that first turn, and just going through it. And I almost, I just, not even deliberately, not intentionally. It would just it be in my mind every night when I was sleeping, leading up to the Olympic trials, and I could see myself executing that race and what it was going to feel like. To the point where, when it came along, it was like I'd already done it, you know, which was always a bit of a weird thing. So. That starts to happen. You, your brain, your brain's really intelligent, and it, it, it's it's also quite mysterious. You know, you still don't quite know obviously how it all works, but it 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 play it's intelligent and it plays tricks on you. And these things just start to build up as you get close to competitions. I'm sure other people deal with it in different ways. Um, you know, and and whenever I visualize my race, I kind of get sometimes I get like tingly or, or or whatever it might be, and and that's like my body being primed. To, mm -hmm. to 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 compete um but i'm sure some people will have flushes of anxiety as they get closer um or or overthinking um as they get close to these meets but like i said it's just it's so individual yeah and um i can totally relate to that in a sense in terms of i feel as though my sort of levels of i guess anxiety or stress the night before i've got any in a running sense the night before a race i feel as though that's when i sort of try and let it out and sort of I guess work with it like whether that's listening to like quite energetic tunes whereas then on the morning of the race or the day of it I really want to try and feel comfortable and feel settled um so it's interesting that there are different ways you can deal with it um one one question would be is when that anxiety at the highest is probably for me like just pre-race or the start line like I yeah. think for me that is such a weird and as you say surreal space that start line because you you leave that blanket of say the warm-up or the the journey to the to the race and once you're on the start line that's when it's really real and that's when i almost thinking you're almost it's an out-of-body experience thinking right i'm gonna wait for this gun and then as soon as this gun goes that's it how yeah. how do you sort of process that i guess the walking out or even the that like minute or two just before, after you get out and before that that gun goes i'm kind of the same mate to be honest with you i'm like when i dive into the water I don't really remember what I think about and I'm not 
nervous or anxious it's my body just does it for me at that point so i know that when i hit the water all that kind of leaves you leaves your mind uh i don't get too anxious when i'm it's only when i when i stop and to and rest and sit down in the lead up to that so when i wake up in the morning i'll be it'll be on my mind i might be a bit nervous for the big race you know and, and you know when i'm at breakfast stuff like once i enter the competition arena once i enter the competition arena it's like right I'm going to do this pre-call for this amount of time. Then I'm going to do my warm-up and I'm going to do this in the warm-up. Then I'm going to do my pre-race stuff, get into my kit. And then I'm going to go to the cool room this many minutes before. And I'm going to do, it's like regimented. So there's no room yeah. for emotion. You know, it's just, I follow, I just follow a routine at that point. And I love having a routine on the morning of race day. Like it is so I don't even, I'm not, my emotions don't play a role. I'm not there. It's my body doing it, you know, at yeah. that point. The only time where it does hit me a little bit and it hit me like at one point before my two and three Olympic final was um, in the warm up. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm doing. I'm not. I'm not even nervous right in the morning of my race. I'm. I'm. I'm fine. I'm doing <laughs> it. I get to the pool and I'm prepping and I'm going through my pre pool. I've done this a million times. I've done this so many times at every competition in the Olympic year. I know exactly what I'm going to do and all this stuff. And I get in. I start doing my sprints. Start doing my drills. And I finish my warm up. At the end of my warm up, I do like fifty or seventy five meters just easy swim just before I hop out because I've done race pace and I was just doing this easy swim and I caught myself for a moment and I was like I'm about to swim the Olympic final you know half yeah. an hour from now my life could be completely different mm -hmm. you know the next 20 years of my life could be completely different half an hour from now you know a whole world could turn upside down if it, if it goes a certain way and it I like I was like panicking I was right freaking out and now I got to the wall and it's like slot back into regimented mode and go through the routine and yeah. just go through body. Your body does it. Your body does it. But I do remember really clearly. That's the only time where I've really been shaken, you know, and really been a bit, you know, a bit on edge. And yeah, I guess it's when you, you look out of yourself and you're almost looking into the situation where rather than sort of being, being focused on it. And I, I think yeah, yeah. just from trying to judge sort of like elite athletes like yourself, I think it's that ability to just switch off and, whatever the situation is to perform. Like, I just imagine like, I can't even imagine say like, if you're on a, a, a like a, in a stadium or like in a pool on a, on a football pitch or whatever, being in that moment, like it's one thing kicking the ball in the net, but with being surrounded by thousands of people is just so mad. Um, yeah. I think as well, having, having confidence and knowing that the work you've done beforehand is, is gonna, is, mm is the key because yeah. you're only going to start doubting yourself if you think oh goodness i'm yeah. not as prepared as i should be so i think that's probably a key thing as well yeah 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 yeah, yeah. no absolutely just a quick one mate what um what's your hype up tune the night before and then your mellow tune the following Ooh. morning um I don't, I don't think it's a specific tune my, my come on which taylor swift song is it come on. <laughs> we have had this this conversation before i've got the <laughs> strangest pre-race um playlist on the the morning of because it's like it takes me back to like literally singing with my sister in the car and i've if you go back to previous episodes you can find out which yeah people it is. but there are some like respectable people on there such as like the kaiser chiefs um people yeah. like that and um, because it's just the, the cds that we used to listen to and wherever i am usually for me if it's a big race across the country it feels like home but then uh, then again i think you can sort of have a bit more of the, the r&b like even i'm not big into it but someone said like kanye or dave like the night before because you can sort of get out of your system to be fair i listened to dave dave's new album dropped when i was racing at the olympics yeah. and i listened to that song the dansk 
like right before that was the last race the long last song i listened to before i walked out from my race but i don't listen to music when i go up to my actual competition i remember jimmy as in james got my training partner he won the world champs in 2015 and i remember watching that race when i was just like a young lad and he had headphones on and then i finally joined the national center with jimmy and i was really good pals with him and i was like jim i've got to know i've, I've always what i've got to know what song were you listening to? And I thought it's going to be like the biggest hype up song, you know, massive. Maybe like some drum and bass, like Eminem. Most explicit really getting song you've ever heard. Yeah, something like Vile. And it was like, <laughs> it was like Mary J. Blige, like this smooth, like slow R&B. Yeah. Like, yeah, just wanted to stay relaxed and stuff. And I was like, that's actually really interesting. I was mm. not expecting it. Um, You know, just about to walk out to win the world champs, but there you go. Yeah, and I think some people, yeah, is, is that perfect? Um, example of when some people want to be relaxed and if you've and a your event is like a couple of minutes so the stuff i do is like say sometimes half an hour so you don't you don't want to be like getting out like a like a bullet for that kind of thing so the, the relaxed tunes are sometimes the way to go um i guess just rounding this section up what would be the one tip that i guess we'd give to people in terms of just i, I, I from my side it would just be talking to people in terms of keeping your mental health or like just monitoring it is there anything that, that you'd say for that yeah i think talk, i think talking to people is a really good one but i think it works both ways where asking people is also really important it's not until you ask people oh how you doing mate yeah good it's like, well, mm. you know how are you actually doing like what's going on or you know go a layer deeper yeah be willing to like ask people be willing to you know especially guys it's like guys don't really do that do they you know it's just like oh yeah just you know they don't speak about that kind of stuff you just you're with your mates and stuff and i think sometimes you know people might not want to speak but they want to get away and they want an escape and they want to switch off from it which is completely fair enough as well but it's better to ask it's better to ask so if you if you're wondering or or, because it really doesn't take much that's what i've learned it really does not take much because sometimes i'm like oh do i want to hear about someone's you know job or them you know going to the pub the other week or a night out but actually just asking people how they're doing, what's going on in your life, you know, how you're feeling, all this kind of stuff. Because you never know if you've got ten mates, one of them could be really struggling. Yeah, um, and you, you wouldn't, know, and I, you wouldn't, you know. wouldn't know. Yeah, yeah I think know. it's that. It's almost the the double. How are you? How are you? No, but how? How yeah, are you? Yeah, actually? yeah, exactly. exactly. Um, so yeah, I guess when the, when this episode drops, it will be in November. So November will be kicking right off. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Now I know that we've we've had some discussion about this this idea of the cool room and um, mm. Freya has joined it, um, but we're not we're not quite sure that it's quite where it needs to be. We like the premise yeah. of the questions, but the idea of having a meal in the cool room or bringing someone in just just doesn't work. Yeah, that's true. That's we, true. We I think we need to tweak it a little bit. If anyone's do, got any ideas of how we can tweak that, because we do like the idea of having the food, the music, and the guests. But how can I guess how can we make it sort of the weekly freestyle related without it being the cool room? It's a tricky one. We Listeners, please help us out. Yeah, give us absolutely give us a any shout. suggestions. We'll, are um, welcome. we'll go back to the drawing um, board for it. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. But I think we should get you in to this this place or ask yeah. the key questions because we've because Freya had the um, the joy of answering them. Mm. So I I don't know if you've had a manage, if you've been able to think about them, but food music and your guest of choice for this place that's not the cool room but something close to it i think um food i'll kick us off with food because i like food um as in is this like my favorite meal yeah 
or right, it cool. can be it can be whatever it wants to be it's quite a it's quite a wide thing any reason fair. you have for that dish fair well there's my favorite restaurant in bath is this italian called martinis right yeah and they do this one pasta and it's like chicken and mushroom within like a creamy herb sauce yeah yeah that one <laughs> that one <laughs> Get that, that one, one takeaway yeah honest to god it is unreal it's so rich yeah, and I'm like licking the bowl whenever I have it. It's so oh, and then they do banoffee pie for dessert. Ooh, it, wow. it, it will blow your mind. Wow, wow. Yeah, so just most things from that restaurant, but those two are just incredible. And it holds a really special place in my heart. So always like my family visit or we have a special occasion or whatever, we always end up going to martinis. Mm. Um, so probably those two. Um, person, I was actually thinking about this. I'm gonna go for a previous guest. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, we'll go. We'll go tapas. Wait, can we have your? Can we have your music first? Oh, this is my like favorite song. Yeah, just take a song with you. I think the song I've been listening to the most recently is "Warm" by K Trap. I don't know. Okay, if you're no, aware I've of not. It. I've not heard of "Warm" yeah. by K Trap. I'll have to send it your way, mate. I Please think you'll be a really big fan. Um, Wait, what, who who is K Trap? He's a rapper from yeah. from from London. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's what I've been listening to the most, but probably like. But, but why? Just because it's your favourite song at the minute? It's just banging tune. And yeah. I've been like banging it in the car the last few days. You know, when you like, I did like a long drive the other day through Somerset. And I was like ragging the car around a little bit. I had the windows down. And I was just banging that tune. And I was like, oh, yeah. We're, we're going to a little bit of K-Trap. Um, and then probably person, yeah, Tappers. I'm having Tappers with me. He's just because we always have like some good chats and stuff. So uh, yeah, 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 100%. Nice, yeah. If it's, thank you for that. If you've, I guess you're you're officially in that place now with thank Freya you, and George is in there. Tappers is in there, but we didn't ask him at the time, so we will <laughs> we we will nail. We're him getting down. him back on though. I think we should oh. get him back on. Oh, we're getting we him back, back on. on I think we should do like maybe kick off, like we you know we kicked off season two, maybe kick off season three with another tap. Was that back on. Yeah, we've. Um, um, when are we going to hear yours, mate? Um, whenever. We'll... Right now, how long have we got? I I don't think they want two in one go. We'll, we'll save it for another episode. We're gonna save it for, yeah, for no. next week. We're gonna save, save we're it. gonna save a big tune to um to join K Trap. Um, K Trap warm shout out K Trap. Oh, I can't wait to listen. Get on the pod soon. As soon as we're we're on the pod. Yeah, we um I need to speak to you about another potential guest as well. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll get that sorted. Um, Good stuff. But Good yeah, stuff. that that's another that's another episode down. Um, obviously, yeah, November is. November, so I guess mental health is in the spotlight, but it's always something mm-hmm. that you know it's worth having conversations about, even if it's even if it's just having a conversation about the topic itself, even if you know what we've said isn't yeah the, the most helpful, but just just having a chat about it's always good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, speak to your, speak to your friends, everyone. It's important. Let's do it. Right, we'll good see stuff. you next Wednesday. Yep. See you soon, guys. <laughs>